The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer, the neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. The Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance is proud to support the sixth Box to Row countdown to kickoff, and we're excited to welcome head coaches from area colleges and universities to the capital city. We look forward to another fantastic season of HBCU football filled with great games, rivalries, pageantry, and unforgettable fall Saturdays. The Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance works with local partners to grow the sporting event industry in our area. The GRSA has an extensive track record of securing and hosting successful tournaments and championships, resulting in significant economic impact for the region and an enhanced quality of life for our residents. In 2022, Raleigh was named Sports Travel Best Host City. To learn more, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RaleighNC Sports. Best of luck to all area HBCU football programs this season. On December 27th, 1892, Livingstone and Biddle College, now known as Johnson C. Smith University, played in Salisbury, North Carolina, with Biddle winning 5-0. Over time, HBCU football has evolved. HBCU football's popularity continues to rise. Millions attend games each year and millions more watch on television. The HBCU bands provide some of the top entertainment in the country. Over that time, some of the best players to ever play in the National Football League played at HBCUs. Every Monday through Friday on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, national radio and television host Donald Ware takes a look at what's happening in HBCU football and talks with coaches, players, administrators, and media about the season. Make sure you join the conversation on social media now. Here's your host, Donald Ware. This is the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, August 22nd. I'm Donald Ware. As mentioned, some of the best players in all of not only HBCU football, but college football take center stage this week. Lunis, uh, of course, Loomis Danellis, uh, Lubert Danellis, that is, of Benedict. Uh, the defensive end joined us on yesterday's program. So right now we have joining us uh, who I think may be the best player in all of HBCU football, certainly one of the best players uh, in all of college football. He was Box to Rose Impact Player of the Year last year. He's a senior from Bell Glade, Florida. He is the quarterback for North Carolina Central. He is Davius Richard, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. What's going on, Davius? What's good? How you doing? Doing great, man. I, I cannot complain. Um, let me start here. Camp to this point, you guys are the defending HBCU national champions. Uh, how's camp going to this point? I mean, you know, camp's going good. Camp's going to be camp, uh, you know, 6.30 a.m. Wake up or 6 o'clock wake up to 9, 30 o'clock at night. Appreciate everybody that plays football. You know the feeling of camp, going through the ups and downs of camp with Boston bruises and waking up doing it the next day. 
Yeah, no, no question. How, so how, obviously, it's a stark contrast between the off season and and camp. But I mean, did, I don't. Did you got what, what was the off season like? You're, you're you know everybody's say everybody's congratulating you. Your HBCU national champs that hadn't happened at North Carolina Central since 2006. You know how how did you and your teammates kind of soak it all in? Uh, for the most part. You know, we soaked it in from the day the game ended to, like, mid-January. Try to enjoy it as much as we can as far as, like, events they had for us in Durham. Like, they had a parade. We was uh, able to go to the governor's uh, mansion and, you know, the other bits and pieces in here and there. But for the most part, we've been trying to just put that behind us, man. You know, it's a whole new season. They only uh, – what happened last year doesn't really matter no more because we're in a whole new season. They only judge you by what you do in the present, not in the past. That said, let me can let me. I got to take you back to last year. Like that said, and, you know, we'll 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 talk about it and then leave it in its place. Tell me what last year, the entire season, uh, what it meant to you and what it was like for you. Uh, for real, the entire last season was just kind of like a how can I put this? Uh, something like a reward for the hard work that we put in. And not just for, uh, not just hard work that we put in last year, but like, I feel like it was just a war for the hard work we put in since, uh, I came here in 2019, uh, with coach Trey Oliver took over. You know, it's the first year in the program we didn't do so good. Uh, his first year, then, you know, Kobe came in 2020. Then 2021, we barely finished above 500, but we felt like we should have been, we should have done better than what we did. And then just to see everything connect and come into play in 2022. And then just having the season that we did have, the record-breaking season and stuff like that, then ending it off uh, with the Celebration Bowl win over Jackson State, it was just like a – it was a, like a surreal feeling to see all this just came into play. Because, you know, sometimes when you re- re- when they hire coaches to rebuild a program, sometimes it can take five to ten years or something like that or whatever, but it's just like a blessing that I'm able to see how that rebuild happen so quickly. And the victory over Jackson State, what did that mean? You had a really good football game, a great all-around game, um, as a matter of fact. I'm trying to think. I think, what, 10 of 15 for 100 and uh, in excess of 150 yards, a touchdown pass, two touchdown runs, and you ran for maybe close to 100 yards. Um, and, and just being in Atlanta on the national stage on ABC, winning that game and what that meant to you? Like I said, it was just a blessing that God just put us in that position to beat her and to compete at the uh, Atlanta Falcons Stadium. And then just having that feeling and then the whole experience from when we first got there to the game and the, uh, the kind of show that people at the Celebration Bowl put on for us, like as far as like outside the football experience, as far as being able to go uh, to the Coca-Cola factory, uh, to the museum, I believe, and then having a dinner, a uh, team dinner, like a day or two before the game. It was just like, it was a real good experience that I was just blessed to, to take part of. And then just like the game, like you said, we played uh, kind of like a sold-out crowd in the Atlanta Falcon Stadium. It was just like a surreal feeling. Just walking up, seeing the dome, seeing the atmosphere, seeing all the fans there with the phones out and just cheering, just waiting for us to go to war. But it was just like, it's like, it's been a blessing. Davius Richard, he's a senior from Bell Glade. Florida, of course, quarterback for North Carolina Central. He joins us here 
on the program. Let me take you back to 2019 because I remember your 2019 um, season. I remember the game you played um, against A&T. And even coming into that season, and I talk with Coach Oliver about this all the time, I think you were like third-string quarterback coming into that season. Um, And you could just – I could just see – this guy's going to be is going to be pretty good, and ultimately you have 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 had you know your twenty one season was good, your twenty two season was magnificent. Speak to how you've grown as a football player and a person at North Carolina Central uh, since your freshman season at two thousand nineteen. I mean, I just can't give enough thanks to Coach Oliver and the University of North Carolina Central for giving me that chance to even attend uh, such a great university. And then just as far as, like, growth as a player uh, from 2019 into the uh, present, it's just been, like, growing within uh, mentally and just physically uh, and mechanically. So putting on weight since I came in, 20, uh, since 2019, as far as building muscle uh, with Coach T.P. and the chef and uh, conditioning style. And then just helping my uh, growing my mental part of the game uh, each year in, each year out with uh, uh, Coach Leone, the offensive coordinator, he's done a great job of making sure I'm prepared for games, making sure I understand defenses, uh, tendencies, and stuff like that. And then just uh, working on myself personally as far as mechanic-wise and throwing the ball and trying to make sure well, no matter what kind of position I'm in, I'm always able to throw the ball. If I got to throw on a line, if I'm in a stable position, or if I'm just like an awkward position, I'm trying to make sure no matter what it is, I'm able to throw the ball. So just really just being growing in that aspect. And then as far as, like, as a person, uh, North Carolina Central just has been, like, a amazing place for me to grow. I feel like, um, I mean, uh, if I wasn't here, I don't think I would have grew as much as I did in the, because of the people that I met around here from my team chaplain to just uh, some of the friends and teachers and some of the administrative uh, faculty that I talked to. Uh, over the years, and then just them giving me the opportunities to just, like, visit different companies as far as, like, uh, internship tours or X, Y, and Z, and then just giving me a place to be myself and express myself that I'm comfortable in, but also getting better at. Davius Richard, of course, quarterback for North Carolina Central, joins us here on the program. You made a nice jump from the 21 season to last season. You know, 21 season, you were completing 58% of your passes. Last year, 64%. That's a that's a significant jump in addition to, you know, running the football. You were responsible for 40 touchdowns um, last year. Speak to what you did last offseason um, to allow for the jump from 21 to 22, which was a significant one. Uh, really just, I think, the ma- a major part of that is just the film room. As far as like understanding things, like I said, uh, understanding my opponents, what they like to do, uh, as far as like situation wise, and just like knowing how to read defenses or looking up, uh, picking up tennises and stuff like that. So that just helped me, uh, just allowed me to come up with pre uh, a pre game plan before I snap the ball. As far as like, all right, I see this, this is how I to do this, or this happens, I don't go in here with the ball again. Just having that understanding and just meeting um, day in and day out with Coach Leon to make sure we're on the same page, that we like the same uh, page. So whenever he called and play, just say, I'm in the, uh, I didn't start off again too good. I'm kind of trying to find my uh, groove and stuff like that. Made him meet enough and have a close enough relationship to, he, to where he knows what type of plays to call to get me in my rhythm or to uh, 
get my feet set or like to get me grounded or get me going. So it's just really just being building that connection with my office coordinator and then just being in the film. And then tell me about the shirt, culture over scheme. What does that mean? Uh, it's always like, uh, how can I put it? Uh, I'm trying to make it easy for See, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, keep it keep it easy for us a little bit. It's kind of sort of something like you're going to fall into the, your level of preparation when things get bad, in a sense. So basically, like culture over skin, our culture is uh, be great. Uh, so we live that in football, school, everyday life. And then just putting that over skin as far as like game plans and stuff like that or trying to change things up here and there, not and not, X, Y, and Z. We kind of put the culture over everything. Be great, we live by that no matter what. You can apply it to any and everything. So it's just really just, uh, man, that makes sure we got our roots. Like our roots and our foundation are set firm. So whenever things get shaken up, we know exactly where to go back to. Couple of more thoughts with Davius Richard, the quarterback for North Carolina Central, in my opinion, the best player in HBCU football, one of the best uh, in all of college football. So coming, you know, out of high school, uh, th- there at uh, you were at Glades Central, uh, there in Florida. So you had offers uh, from Alabama State, Colgate, Delaware State, uh, maybe others. What led you? to come and choose North Carolina Central? Uh, I understand it's really just how my recruiting played out. Like you said, I had a couple offers going into my senior year. Uh, junior year, we had a spring game. Ended up picking like three offers within like after that spring game, leading up into the summer and up into the season. So I go into my senior season, play that season and stuff like that. Uh, kind of kept in contact with the coaches and stuff, but not to – its entirety. So toward the back end of the season, once the season over with, as far as playoff run, X, Y, and Z, just trying to get in contact with some of the coaches that offered me uh, previously. So uh, I can't really speak on like Colgate, whatever, or Delaware State. I know Alabama, not it was Alabama State, but I had an offer Alabama, Alabama and them. But they had a, a coaching style change, and they already, I guess, they already had a quarterback or something like that. So that kind of got stripped away, and then that's when. Coach Oliver got hired at Central in uh, December 2018, leading until 2019, January. And then one of the coaches uh, coaches from Alabama and them ended up coming to Central. And I'm guessing he kind of spoke uh, good, goodly of me to Coach Oliver, and they went to recruit me heavy in January. Then on top of that, uh, went to the top of it on, came on a visit, then some other schools came late, like EKU came like later in the picture. And then, of course, like a couple of D2s, D3s, prep schools, and JUCOs and stuff like that. But once I came on my visit here to Central, it just, like, was able to see the campus, meet some of the players, talk to the coaches, and then just see how the environment was as far as, like, going to the basketball game and stuff like that. I kind of already knew by the time I left that Sunday. It was like, all right, yeah, this, this, uh, this is cool for me. I didn't really have to take other visits or try to think about no other options. Yeah, no, sounds good. Um, how do you how do you all you as a leader certainly I'm sure as a captain uh, prevent complacency in a way coming into this season coming off that national uh, championship it befalls some schools uh, or some programs sometime you're you know like you said you 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 put it behind you but you know how how do you kind of prevent that from happening? 
honestly, just a reminder, like, what we did last year or the work we put in throughout that all season last year is not going to carry us to the next season. So just reminding that or some other people, I try to tell them uh, how you did this past season. You feel like you can do better or whatever, X, Y, and Z. They say, yeah, I'm like, all right. So if you felt like you could do better last year and we got to where we was then, apparently if you go through this whole off season and fix what you feel like you needed to get better at, and then imagine, like, how that's going to multiply as far as, like, your um, level of play. So really just trying to dial in to, like, we weren't perfect last year. We had a lot of mistakes. It was just like it was uh, discipline. So we had a lot of mistakes last year. And then really just tuning in and fixing those mistakes and trying to build on just getting better day in and day out. And just remember that the only work that counts towards this season is what we put in this offseason, what we did last season. Like, that's dead. It don't really got nothing to do uh, with this season coming up. What are you majoring in and what do you hope to do with that degree once your football playing days are over? Uh, so I just uh, recently graduated in December with, a, uh, with my undergrad in business administration with a concentration in management. So right now I'm in my uh, MBA program. So I did that uh, time for uh, I got like, I'm in my second semester, got my like two to three more semesters before I graduate. But right now the goal is to play football professionally. Uh, if not, I got uh, a mentor who's into uh, like sort of project management. So I'm trying to see if I want to go into project management or also uh, cut hair on the side or do I want to go into the entrepreneurship route and then try to get into cutting hair, especially if I get the opportunity to go to uh, the NFL, USFL, XFL, whatever, and meet those type of guys as far as the high end type clientele and then just like kind of put my foot in the door with them and kind of be on that celebrity barber type route. So it's kind of just like a lot of avenues that I, that I kind of iron out within uh, this time frame. Sounds good. Currently second all time in North Carolina Central history in terms of passing yards and passing touchdowns. He was the Boxtero Impact Player of the Year on last year preseason uh, Boxtero or HBCU All-America as North Carolina Central opens the season on Saturday, September 2nd at home against Winston-Salem State. Davius Richard, the quarterback, joins us here on the program. Davius, great to catch up with you. Good luck to you and the Eagles this season. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. We hope you enjoy this episode of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You can watch on our YouTube page on YouTube at HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to get your HBCU football fix on Box to Row with Donald Ware each weekend on a radio station near you and on Sirius XM on the HBCU channel, channel 142, and on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM, channel 84. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest in HBCU football. And don't forget to tell a friend.